Hello, hello, welcome to the follow-up episode to episode 5 of Fireside Thoughts, where I talked about universal healthcare and whether it's a good idea to implement it. Uh, sorry for this coming a little bit later than I expected. Um, life is a little bit hectic at the moment, making it a little hard to uh, record podcasts. But also, I didn't really receive that many responses after my last episode, which either A, means I did a really thorough job of covering everything, or B, it means that no one listened to it, but I really hope it's the former. That being said, there are a couple things I do want to address, and that's what I'm going to do here. Let's start with one of the biggest pieces of news in the past week, which was the Supreme Court decision in the case California v. Texas, which was basically another Republican challenge to Obamacare in an attempt to dismantle it. For those of you who aren't familiar with this case, allow me to explain the premise. Basically, as I mentioned in the second part of my episode, the Supreme Court said that Congress could impose a tax on anyone who refused to get health care. But in 2017, with a Republican-controlled Senate, what happened was that Congress reduced that tax to zero. So basically, there was no actual penalty for not purchasing health care. Now, the people in this case who were uh, trying to get Obamacare repealed were saying that because there was no penalty, that it was an unenforceable law and therefore it was invalid. And by some property of law, that would make the entire Affordable Care Act also invalid. And in a 7-2 decision, the Supreme Court ruled against the Republicans and voted to uphold the Affordable Care Act. The decision actually made me really happy because it accomplished two things that I was hoping would happen. First, it dissolved the baseless claims of the Democrats that the Supreme Court is hopelessly divided among ideological lines, while also it hopefully put an end to the Republicans' futile attempts to end Obamacare. And I know I'm using somewhat stronger language here than I usually do, but I'm trying to do so with both parties. But it's really hard for me to just express how excited and yet how hilarious I found this case to be, because essentially the Supreme Court said, screw you to both parties. Allow me to explain. Democrats have always really opposed Amy Coney Barrett becoming a Supreme Court justice because they were sure and quite confident that she would vote against the Affordable Care Act. And actually, at her nomination, Democrats put up a bunch of photos of people who would lose their health insurance as a result of Amy Coney Barrett becoming a Supreme Court justice. And funnily enough, Amy Coney Barrett did not vote against the Affordable Care Act and instead joined the three liberal justices, as well as three other conservative justices, in upholding the Affordable Care Act. On the other hand, you have the opinion of the Supreme Court itself, which not only rejected entirely the Republicans' claim that the Affordable Care Act was unconstitutional, but also dismiss them entirely by saying that they had zero standing to even make the case. I quote, For these reasons, we conclude that the plaintiffs in this suit failed to show a concrete particularized injury fairly traceable to the defendant's conduct in enforcing the specific statutory provision that they attack as unconstitutional. They have failed to show that they have standing to attack as unconstitutional the act's minimum essential coverage provision. So the Supreme Court was basically saying that because this law did not affect the plaintiffs or cause them any harm in any way whatsoever, they did not have a standing to challenge it. But anyway, I think this case came at a really good time 
uh, like right after I released the uh, fifth episode on universal health care, and I just wanted to let you know my thoughts on it. Okay, moving on from the Supreme Court case, lest I get more excited about it, uh, in part one of this episode, I made a couple of slips of the tongue. Uh, for instance, I said that the Kaiser Family Foundation found that 61.3 of the uninsured lived above the poverty level. Um, that made no sense. It's not 61.3 people. I meant to say 61.3% of the uninsured. Another mistake I made was I said that the U.S. spends four point times as much on administrative costs when compared to similar countries. Uh, that also makes no sense. I meant to say 4.5 times as much, which does make sense. Next up, a couple people were confused with what a sickness fund actually was, which is a huge part of the solution that I proposed in part two. Uh, granted, I did not have a lot of time to explain what a sickness fund was, so I apologize if it was confusing the way I tried to explain it. But basically, a sickness fund is just an insurance company that's more heavily regulated, but not controlled by the government, and it also doesn't make a profit, so it's not trying to make as much money as it possibly can. Just think, nonprofit insurance company. I got one question which was really interesting, which is, how do you stop the sickness funds from becoming a quote-unquote nonprofit like College Board? Um, that was a really interesting question, and uh, I, I in no way think that College Board should have as much power as it does, but I think College Board is in the unique position where it has a monopoly over pretty much everything college-related, whereas there would be hopefully dozens or even hundreds of sickness funds all competing for customers, and it would be really hard for any one of them to establish a monopoly. But let's just say hypothetically that one of these sickness funds was able to um, buy almost all of the other sickness funds. Well, that's where the government regulation comes in, and the government would be able to step in and dissolve that sickness fund into a bunch of other different independently operating companies. Anyway, that actually just about does it for this episode. I know it was pretty short. Um, I am pretty busy this coming week, so I really don't know when episode 6 will come out. I do have a topic selected for it, but you don't get to know that quite yet. Um, but I will see you all in the next one. Thank you for listening, and goodbye.